Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of the Freedom Podcast. If you're new with us, I am your co-host, Alexis, here with Katie. Um, Every two weeks, we drop new episodes, usually talking about just whatever the Lord puts on our heart. Last week, we had a good episode talking about just the political divide that we are experiencing right now, um, just in our nation, and really all across the world when it comes to politics and um, religion, Christianity, all those things. So if you get a chance, check out that episode. Um, But before we jump in, I just want to talk a little bit about December because I'm really excited about it. Me and Katie are going to be doing a two-part series with her fiance that will soon to be husband in three weeks. Um, uh, crazy. Very excited. Yes. And he has been on the show before and he'll be back. So we're going to be talking about singleness, engagement and marriage. Um, mm-hmm. So that will come out in December. So make sure you guys tell a friend, get ready for that because it is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. If you guys listen to the episode with Jake um, and my brother, it was our most listened to most popular episode because they're amazing. And I'm really excited to have Jake back on the show. And I'm just excited for you guys in general to be married um, here in a couple of weeks. So full Bye. Circle. I know because when we started recording yeah. episodes on dating, so we've done a few ep- episodes on dating and Christian dating and, and mm-hmm. then had the guys on and it's been interesting because I remember when we first did an episode on dating, I think it was literally like two weeks before I met Jake. So we were talking yeah. about singleness and we were both single yeah. at the time. And so it's really yeah. come to, it's like come full circle. So it really it's has. Been, uh, yeah. interesting and fun. And also just, it's funny how God, his timing, which goes into our topic today, but uh, just yeah. God's timing being so much better than what we tend to think is right. best and, and um, mm-hmm. what we maybe anticipate happening. Sometimes it can be totally different and it ends up being better yeah. than we would ever plan for ourselves. So we're, I'm yeah. super pumped to have Jake on and he's really excited Me as well. Too. So um, that'll yeah. be something fun to do. We're going to be recording next week, but then um, mm-hmm. all the listeners um, uh, stay tuned in December for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it will be exciting. So um, yeah, make sure you guys tune in for that. Um, But like Katie said, today, we're going to be talking about God's timing and just waiting on his perfect timing. And we were kind of chatting a little bit before this and talking about that we're such the generation that um, we're like the you know, I want it all. I want it now. We don't know what patience looks like. And I'm not saying that like all of us are impatient, but really when it comes to waiting on God's timing, it can be really difficult. And when we're waiting on his timing, it shows our amount of trust that we have in him and, or lack thereof. And sometimes the Lord has to prepare us, um, to be able to go into a new season, um, of our lives. And sometimes it's a test. Sometimes God is testing our faith, testing, um, our beliefs in him, um, because he wants to know that we'll be faithful and that also that we'll steward the things that he gives us. And, Um, steward well the things that he gives us. And I think um, for me, when we were kind of going, um, thinking about topics, I was like, this is really something that's been on my heart um, because of just the season that I'm starting to go into Mm. um, with just business and things like that. And really taking these last four years where God has really had to shape and mold and really test me and my brother um, in these last four years of business. And um, he's been so faithful through it all where things are really coming to fruition. So I'll get into that more later. Um, And yeah, so also um, what I want to kind of couple with this God's timing, like topic that we're going to be focusing on is 
how can we avoid mishandling our blessings and how can we be prepared for the things that God is going to give us? And blessings, I don't necessarily mean in the sense of financial blessings or um, things like that, because blessings come in all different types of ways. I think a Mm -hmm. lot of people think financial blessings when they think, oh, God bless me. And they're like money. But that is actually not always the case. Um, We can be blessed with peace. We can be blessed with relationships. We can be blessed with um, just a deeper relationship with the Lord. We can be blessed with um, great friendships, Mm -hmm. blessed business, blessing finances as well, but that's not necessarily the only way that God blesses us. Um, So really, I'm excited to dive into this topic because um, we're going to just cover some really great things. So with that being said, let's, um, yeah, we want to kind of touch on the story of Abraham. So if you want to jump into that, we can, we can go full force. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the, the main points about God's timing and and his blessings and really thinking about this from a big picture perspective is that in the Bible, God works outside our concept of what time is. So we think in terms of a clock and dates and, Mm -hmm. you know, our lifespan and, okay, God's timing needs to be something that I think is best when... Mm -hmm. God's thoughts are so much higher than our own thoughts and God's ways are so yeah. much greater than our ways. We can't even comprehend the fact that he is outside of time because we that's mm-hmm. all we know. We know, okay, right. my week is seven days and I have 24 hours in a day. And especially in our Western culture, I think we have this mm-hmm. like nailed into our mind that we have to be productive and we get to determine our own destiny Mm -hmm. and we get to control these things and manipulate, okay, how can I, Mm -hmm. you know, these hacks for more time in the day? I mean, just think about the boom of energy drinks and less sleep and more this and, you know, really these, Mm -hmm. even just electricity. I mean, before electricity, you went to bed when the sun went down and, or you Mm -hmm. had candles or whatever, (laughs) whatever. But in general, people had more time to rest um, or or made it yeah. more of a priority because you just had factors that influence that that we don't have today. Whereas now today, mm-hmm. you can work 24-7 if you want to. We have computers. Mm-hmm. We have electricity. We have all these things that really are pushing right. us to be more controlling with timing. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of times I found this for myself, then I tend to be controlling with what I think God should do in my life. Because I think, right. well, I've built my business, which actually, mm-hmm. no, it's God working through me that he's given mm-hmm. me this ability to be able to have a business. But, you know, yeah. I've done this, all these X, Y, Z things in, in athletics and I've done this. Well, actually, no, God gifted me with things or gave me certain blessings that I've been able to use, right. but it's not my own. I didn't choose to be born, right? God created right. me. Um, and right. so I think we need to like reroute, first of all, our mindset mm-hmm. about timing. Um, and yeah. maybe you have a control issue with timing because I know I do and I know I have mm-hmm. and I know I will. Um, but really going to kind of the basis, like one of the biggest stories in the Bible Abraham, right? He was promised descendants that were as numerous as the stars. And I think when we when we think about promises and we think about mm-hmm. timing, a lot of times mm-hmm. we just think about our own lifespan. But look at right. how that promise was not fu- it's still being fulfilled to this day his descendants. Right. And so um one actually it's this went right along with this topic. I had a prayer breakfast this past weekend 
where we are talking about faith. And um, in Hebrews 11, there is, it's called the Hall of Faith, and it lists all of these faithful individuals that we know, the most famous stories in the Bible, and Abraham is one of them. And um, just talking about, okay, what happened in their life and promises were not always fulfilled in their lifetime. And specifically, Hebrews talks about how this world was not worthy of them. And so Mm -hmm. when we're thinking of a promise, we don't know what eternity looks like in terms of the fulfillment of that promise beyond our lifetime. But the fact that it says that the the world was not worthy of them. We think of everything as being in this world mm-hmm. and we have no idea the vastness of eternity and how God's working outside of our sense of time. So it's such a big topic that our brains, our right. small brains can't even wrap around the concept of mm-hmm. God working outside our, like our timing in our mind. And right. just the fact that the most the most influential, you know, this hall of faith. And a lot of these individuals did not even see these promises fulfilled in their lifetime goes mm-hmm. to show you that there's a lot more than what we just see on this earth. Right. Right. Yeah. And I love that you touched on that because I think, yeah, a lot of the times we think that we're going to get these earthly blessings mm-hmm. and, um, you know, God often like in the Bible, it talks about storing up treasures in heaven and, we're not spending eternity here on the earth. We're spending eternity in heaven with the Lord. So the blessings that actually matter are the ones that are in heaven. Yes. Here we all want to be blessed on, you know, earth, obviously like we want, you know, to be financially stable. We want to be in a relationship. We want all these right. things. Yes. A hundred percent, completely, completely normal. Um, but at times when we think that God should be on our own timing, we can get into this area where we, um, I kind of like wrote down three points that I have done and throughout my life is either one, I'll manipulate a situation where I'm forcing God into the box or into the situation that I want to be in, whether that's a relationship situation, mm-hmm. work, whatever it is. Two, I'll compromise, so I'll settle for less than what God has for me because I want it right now and I don't want to wait for my blessings. I don't want to wait a hundred years for my my first child like Abraham had to. Mm-hmm. He stepped out of the will of God to have another child with another woman because mm-hmm. he couldn't right. wait on the Lord. And then lastly, um, I have struggled with disbelief. So, mm-hmm. and that's where I doubt that God can or even will want to do such and such thing in my own life. So those are like three areas that I know for myself where I haven't waited on the Lord and I haven't waited on his timing. And in Psalms 1830, it says this God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. Um, There's so many promises in the Bible when you're going through your Bible and God never goes back on his promise. He promises that when you are faithful and when you're obedient, he will bless you. He just doesn't describe exactly what that is going to look like. Um, Mm -hmm. And often, like you were saying, my timing is on this like linear, like field where God is not on that. His timing is outside of the boundaries of this world. So Mm -hmm. I think that we really have to realize that, that God can and will do any and everything that he promises. Um, We can ask him for things. And as long as those things are in line with his will for our life, he will bless us. But when that is really, you know, that is up to him. And 
a lot of the times what I think about is um, when I kind of go back to like thinking about business and um, me and my brother, for anyone who's new to the show, um, we own a gym that we opened up um, a little over four years ago. And it was probably the hardest thing that I've ever done in my entire Mm -hmm. life. Um, uh, It was just a struggle. Like Mm -hmm. things would go really well and then things would go really bad. Things would go really well. We'd be like, you know, making money, um, you know, have heavy, like, like a heavy flow of clients and like all these things. And then we would have zilch, nothing. So it never felt like we could like get established. And, um, we bounced around a lot to different locations and it was just really, really stressful for these first, the first two years were the hardest. And then these last two have been a lot better. But what I noticed as me and my brother were literally just having this conversation, if we were to, and I say this all the time, if we were to blow up really, really quickly within our first year and be making all this money and have hundreds of clients, like, would we have mishandled that blessing. Mm. I think, yes, I don't think that we had the spiritual maturity, the business maturity. I don't think that we were actually prepared for the Mm. growth that we're now experiencing. Um, I don't believe that we could have handled that well. Obviously back then, if you would have asked me, oh yeah, I'm going to flood you with 50, hundred clients. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. But like, I don't think that we are actually in this place where God needed us to be, where we Mm. have been broken so many times that all I know is how to rely on the Lord, especially mm. in that business realm, because things never just, it was not like this linear progression. It was like up, down, up, down, down a lot of the times before it was up. And God has been so faithful in giving us peace, giving us exactly what we need when we need it, even though we thought that, oh, we should have been at this mark a year ago or two years right. ago or whatever it is, is that his timing is perfect. He knows what we can and can't handle before we even know it or think that we could. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just thought that was, you know, an example in my life that were it really right. like that really like um, you know, holds a lot of like truth oh, there for me. Absolutely. I think for myself, just giving a personal example has been in being single and um, yeah. dating and being very frustrated at times because yeah. I am 29. I'm going to be getting married right before I turn 30, which um, is pretty average age. But I think yeah. as especially once you start to get closer to 30, um, the devil will speak lies into your mind about not being worthy, um, not being mm-hmm. desirable. And I always knew like there's certain standards that I have for a relationship that I was not going to compromise on. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely I wanted to take things into my own hands. Um, at one point I just felt like, okay, what is it that I, what do I need to do in order to like meet someone that I'm compatible with and, you know, kind of this level of frustration and not really trusting God. Um, and I would say looking back, like you say about the maturity and being able to handle something, if I Mm would have been blessed with a, with someone who, let's say Jake and I met back in, Jake is my um, fiance. If we would have met in 2016, we never would have dated, ever. Yeah. Um, we were on completely different uh, life paths. He wasn't even a Christian at that point. I was like a, yeah. a saying I'm a Christian, but not living a Christian life. I was looking for all yeah. the wrong things in a relationship, right? So what I was looking for, um, even if it would have been thrown in my face, I never would have mm-hmm. seen that as a blessing even. Yeah. And so I yeah. just think about the timing of when Jake and I met and how we met and mm-hmm. um, just 
the level of maturity in both of our faith, my faith, and then his, the level of maturity in his faith and how then really our, our paths aligned at the perfect timing. If it would have been even a year earlier, it wouldn't have worked. And so just seeing his timing, I'm like, I think back to it. I'm like, wow, that is incredible how we just happened to, you know, I say happened Mm -hmm. to because it was God's timing. Yeah. Um, meet through a mutual friend and and through a Bible mm-hmm. study and through the gym and and how just the timing of everything in our faith walk and right. where we were at with our careers and he was where he was at with his job and why we met because of the quarantine and all these different things like I just yeah. think back to that I'm like I could not have planned that to be better right. in terms of timing and if right. I would have just been taking things into my own hands in 2015, 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. and just gone on a path that was not God-ordained, I would have right. maybe ended up marrying someone who was not a Christian or um, been in a relationship that that was not a godly relationship. I mean, all of these things that I'm so thankful that I was not yeah. um, on my own path that I thought was best and that I right. really surrendered to God more so in the past couple of years in this regard and just like, I'm not going to do it, God. You Obviously, I'm going to be pursuing a a dating relationship if it comes my way and it's godly, but I'm not going to be controlling my life in this regard. Um, And that's truly when I saw his timing come together and just be better than anything I expected in this this realm. So I hope that that's encouraging maybe to some of our listeners who are single, who are pers- want to pursue a godly relationship at some point in their life, um, right. taking things into your own hands and trying to control and manipulate the situation will will never be mm-hmm. anything compared to what God has planned for your life. And so you don't know how he's going to work all of the things in your life for his glory. And so trusting right. that. and Because I think in both of our lives, we've seen these like just the timing of things just be, wow, that is so much better than we could have anticipated or dreamed. And that truly is what the word says is that God's ways are so much higher than our thoughts or his thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. And do we Mm -hmm. truly believe that he makes everything beautiful in its time? Like Ecclesiastes 3, I've been going through that actually at church and then listening to a sermon on that. Um, But you know, that, that nothing, this is Ecclesiastes 3, um, I know that God does everything that God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it, nothing taken away. Do we truly believe that? Do we truly trust him? Right. Right. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's funny cuz our human nature makes waiting on God so so difficult. It is yeah. not an easy task to do and um especially, you know, in this present time, like I still get anxiety when someone texts me and I'm like, oh, I really got to text them back. So, you know, just like that waiting, like I, we've been now conditioned Same. to wait for nothing. Yeah. Like it was stressful because I'm like, Oh, like they probably think I'm ignoring them and all this stuff. But I know, like it's, I had a, it's, a moment, you texted me last week and I had, I like literally thought I responded in my, like, I thought I responded. And then all of a sudden I had this like wave of like panic. I was like, Oh no, I didn't respond to you. And then oh I was like, gosh. crap. And then I was like texting you back ferociously. I'm like, what is, you know, think about that. And yeah. we're yes. good friends and we understand we have busy, like it's not, so it's just right. this, this rushed feeling yes. and anxiousness. It's yes. sort of just a 
esteem in our society at large. Yeah, no, it is so true. It is so true. And I was kind of like reading through this study and it was saying that um, how often in the Bible are we called to wait patiently? That is something that is a whole theme throughout all of scriptures, especially in the Psalms, which I love so much. Um, And really like waiting for God's timing is hard, but also that our patience will reveal our level or the degree of trust that we have in God's timing. Um, will it be easy? Not at all. I don't think that that is an easy task. Like we were just saying, we're having anxiety about not texting each other back. Um, and that's something as simple as a text message. It's not even a serious text message. <laughs> so, um, but just waiting on, like you said, waiting on a relationship, being frustrated at points um, in business where I just wanted to give up or um, being frustrated in um, sometimes even in my own spiritual development. Like I think that I should be at this place and I'm not quite there yet. And I um, may have, you know, like certain sins that keep coming up and these like repetitive things. I'm like, Lord, like I'm doing everything that I should have been doing. Like this, it feels like I haven't grown. And I, there's all these different components that come into play when we're talking about this waiting patiently on the Lord. And in Psalms 37, seven, it, it literally says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Um, all around us, we'll see people who are getting in relationships or um, who are being like really successful in business or who are like making a ton of money or like doing all these things. And we're like, God, why, like, why am I in this place right now? Why am I not at where I think that I should be? And our timing is not God's timing. At the end of the day, God has a perfect plan. He is divine. He is never late. He is never early. He is exactly on time every single time. Mm-hmm. So knowing that and understanding that will help develop that trust. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was kind of just thinking about just different ways to avoid mishandling blessings. And I just wrote a couple like simple ways um, and I'll just list them out really quick. But um, the first was just be diligent and take care of what, what God currently has in front of you. Um, Oftentimes we are not um, appreciative um, of what we have right now. And we take for granted those things that we have right now in our lives. And God's not going to bless us with more if we can't steward well what we have that's right in front of us. You have to take care of the little before you can take care of the bigger amount. Um, Two is um, super simple. Trust in God's perfect timing. Three, ask for guidance and peace in your current situation. And appreciate where God has you right now. Um, four or yeah, four. Um, use your blessings to bless others. I think a lot of the times people want to be blessed, and they don't realize that God doesn't bless us just to keep our blessings to ourselves. Mm-hmm. He blesses us to bless others and be a blessing to others, and to give back and do the things. And that can be with your time, that can be with your money, that can be with your resources, that can be with the skills that God has blessed you with. Um, giving back looks different for everyone. Um, and mm-hmm. any any in every way. And then the last would be, um, be obedient to God's word. If you are asking God, um, to bless you in a certain way or asking God to, um, just, you know, just really like whatever you're praying for, you need to make sure that you're not being, um, uh, you're not being like halfway obedient or like semi-obedient, but actually being obedient to his word. And um, that obedience is a reflection of your, um, your faith and your trust in him. And then also that when we're obedient to the Lord, we are saying that like, 
I believe and I will do what you have called me to do because I believe this is the right thing to do. And when we're mm-hmm. doing those things, um, the Lord mm-hmm. will then bless us. And like I said, that doesn't just mean financial blessings. I really want to make sure that um, people understand that because I think so, so often people think blessings as financial blessings and that's not always um, the case. So. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I think to one thing that you mentioned, just those, um, a couple of ways to avoid mishandling what God has blessed us with. I think making sure too that we're not looking at obedience as just this like list of rules that is keeping us from things. And I think a lot of times we think if we truly Mm -hmm. do not read the Bible, we think, I used to think that I used to think, yeah, Oh, there's just this list of things that I can't do and a list of things I need to do. And this is not fun. But if you Mm -hmm. actually look at what the Bible says about God's commandments and what he desires for us, it's freedom from being a slave to sin. And so if we're walking in that freedom and we're walking in the spirit, we have Mm -hmm. so much more joy. The fruit of the spirit, right? right? We think about the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, Mm -hmm. goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. So when Mm -hmm. we're walking in the spirit and we're truly following God, that brings Mm -hmm. so much joy. And it's not, if we think of it just as a list, then our heart is, that's kind of a heart check. Like Mm -hmm. why? Why is it that I'm resisting something? Um, Is Mm -hmm. it because I think I know better than God? Is it because my heart has been hardened? Is it because I am maybe not, I just am not in the word understanding that God's commandments actually protect us from hurt and from pain and from being a slave to sin. And I can think of, I mean, we don't have time to get into it, but multiple instances in my life where I was blatantly disobeying God and I thought I was living a free life, but in reality, Mm -hmm. I was actually just a slave to that sin. Um, I was addicted to whatever sin it may be. I mean, addictions Mm -hmm. can be so much more than just a substance. I think we think about addictions as just some sort of a substance abuse. It can be in the approval of people. It can be in the approval of one person. It can be popularity. We can be addicted to social media. We can be addicted Mm to um, a stimulus that, you know, whatever it may be, um, sexual immorality. I mean, there's so many things that can become a stronghold on our life. And so being obedient to God's word actually allows you to be able to walk in freedom and peace in knowing that God's timing and his yeah. his understanding of what we that what's best for us is so much greater than what we can fathom and right. there's so many examples in my life in my loved ones lives in your life mm-hmm. i mean just i think about my the fellowship of believers that i have in my life and multiple conversations we've had about timing and just how wow i am so glad that did not happen even though i wanted it so badly um yeah. and so just encouragement for our listeners who maybe have had a a background of of a very religious like rules based experience yeah. in church mm-hmm. and and really reapproaching the word from a fresh perspective why does yeah. god command us to do certain things and he's truly after right. our heart he's not after our actions he's act, after our heart and our actions will follow from the place right. of our heart and where we are right. um on the inside it's not mm-hmm. by your works that you're justified it's it's through yeah. the gift of god through his son, Jesus Christ. And wow, we have the Holy Spirit. So we can live in freedom and live by the spirit and not by the flesh. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important to, when you think about sin as just like, oh, I keep doing this thing versus like, oh no, this thing is literally controlling my life. Like, I think a lot of the times people are like, oh, like if you're a Christian, you just can't have fun. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, you can't say no to this, 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 and this. Like who's controlling who? Yes. Everyone has a decision. God has always given us a decision, just like he gives us a decision to accept him into um, our lives and to live the life that he calls us. And, you know, the spirit does call some and doesn't call others. Like that is something that scripture does talk about. But, you know, at the end of the day, we still have a choice. We have a choice whether we want to live for Christ or not. And um, we have choices in everything, but it is true. It's like, what what am I a slave to? And I don't think that you aren't like not a Christian if you do struggle with certain sins because we all struggle with certain sins. We all um, do. But God, yeah. Yes. But God will free us from being a slave to that sin and having mm-hmm. that inability to say no. Um, and that's a major thing, like especially for people um, who have, who may even be dealing with addiction and things like that. I have right. a friend who God delivered him from a 10 plus year addiction um, to any and every drug. And he, if you ask him today, what changed him? It was the power of the Lord. Um, he ended up getting locked up for stealing because um, he had wow. stolen multiple times and he was in prison for, or I never know if it's prison, jail, whatever. For two years, he was locked up. And, um, and he, that's how he became sober. Um, that's how he refound his relationship with the Lord and he is on fire. He is like, I shouldn't, he said mentally, he shouldn't even be as present and coherent as he is. And he's Mm -hmm. like, complete, I grew up with him. He's completely normal the way that he was, Mm -hmm. um, before drugs. And he's like, Mm -hmm. his mind should have been completely fried with all the things that he did, but God fully restored him um, and set him free from truly this addiction that controlled his life since he was about 15, 16 years old, all the way up until, yeah, actually it was probably a little bit longer. I think it was almost even almost 15 years. And at that point you think that no one can turn their lives around, honestly, Mm -hmm. like I had been in and out of his life when he was um, like in and out of rehab and things like that. And like, you know, even myself, I'm like, wow, like, will he ever be able to get over this? Like, will this, will Mm -hmm. he ever be able to conquer this by himself? No, by himself, Mm -hmm. there's no possible way. Um, but with the Lord and him being so faithful and restoring him literally, um, Mm -hmm. in every sense, mentally, physically, spiritually, he's uh, like one of my favorite stories to tell because I saw his whole life from before drugs Mm -hmm. in the middle of drugs, getting in and out of jail, all those things to now, like seeing him, it's, like it's such a blessing just seeing him and seeing the power of what the Lord can do in someone's life. So when you truly dedicate and surrender um, yourself to him, so it's, he's, he's my favorite story. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, I can even think off the top of my head, just several people I know who have been in very, um, I'd say, you know, very extreme addictions or situations and they've come out of it only through the power of the Lord. Um, yeah. So it's always encouraging. Your testimony is one of the most powerful things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sharing that testimony is so important. If you're a believer and you're listening, yeah. it's sharing mm-hmm. that. It, you have no idea who's going to listen to your testimony and resonate right. with something you say. Even if you think it's small and you don't think it's important, it is important. Right. And God can right. use that to bring others to him. So make sure you're sharing your testimony. And um, yes. fun fact, that was Jake and I, our first date, he was like, can I share my testimony with you? And I was like, say no more. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I love it. That's awesome. So maybe that it'll work helpful. as a first date topic. Who? Yeah, right? Yeah, there so. you go. Oh, well, man. that is how he got you. So it works. I know. Ladies, it's a testimony. I mean, gentlemen, yes, take notes. <laughs> I know. It was a oh, testimony and also dropping his verse uh, I can't talk verse memory cards in the gym literally he had them like in his pocket and he like dropped them all over the floor and I was like this is you're punking me and this is manipulation but it was not oh my gosh Um, it was so yeah it was so funny well maybe next uh, episode we can discuss that and he will share from his perspective how that went down but it was it's a pretty memorable moment in our relationship yes Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm so excited to have him on the show. Um, That is all we have for you guys today. We will see you in a couple weeks with Jake on the show. We're so excited. That's going to be a two-part series. So um, we're very excited about that. Thanks, everyone. Have a great one, guys. Love you. Bye.